three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at MamboNola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment, the TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If you have any problems with your heating system, you can trust Burkhardt to be there right away and get you back up and running. And if you know you need to replace that heating system this year, you can trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect and get the job done right. And you can always trust Burkhardt to give you a fair price. For heating this year, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you.
Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I am your host, Eric Asher. Thanks so much for being there. 106.1 FM Nash Icon is where we are on the radio dial. I have the privilege of taking you home each and every weekday afternoon at four to, from 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. you got to leave the radio for any reason. Man, just click on those those uh, apps and, and find a 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Or, again, search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. And, of course, you can take the show with you anywhere. Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base, but we're on all podcasting platforms. And, of course, um, on the show today, Mike Vazan, Hot Off the Bench podcast, Vazano Football podcast, Vazano Football blog. He'll be our only guest today. Uh, in the second hour, we're going to talk a bit about Mickey Loomis. Uh, we'll also talk about crime in the city. So and then your phone calls in the second hour. Don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Ken Trahan of All Access, uh, CrestCitySports.com, the three tailgaters, and, of course, the best damn prep show in the country uh, was our guest. You can catch that tonight, 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE-TV. Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. It's already up on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans show on Instagram. And I really wanted to get Ken on the program. As I mentioned to you guys this week, um, I wanted a senior member of the sports media. And, you know, again, my choices would have been Roe Brown, uh, Ed Daniels, Kenny Trahan. Kenny's, again, we work together here at the station. Uh, I've got a tremendous amount of respect for Kenny, as I do for, for again, uh, 99% of the members of, of, of the media. But, again, especially, again, Roe Brown and Ed Daniels. Come on. These are, these are icons. Uh, but I figured I'd, I'd try to get um, Kenny on, and Kenny was spectacular, okay? Um, broke it down as far as, again, Sean Payton's uh, tenure as, as the head coach. Also, uh, again, talking about um, Brian Kelly at LSU. And then we went into college basketball as well as the New Orleans Pelicans. So make sure you check that out, again, at your leisure, whether it's online or, again, on the small screen. All right, um, Today's program is brought to you by William Grant. It is the William Grant family that still is Friday extravaganza. And, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful day here in, in, in New Orleans. And we're getting close to Mardi Gras. Got some Mardi Gras parades this weekend. Uh, whether, again, you're restocking that liquor cabinet, maybe you're heading out to your favorite watering hole, favorite bar. Maybe you're going out to dinner tonight or over the weekend. Or, again, you're just looking for a great lineup of spirits that, again, you can satisfy yourself and your guests. You have found them if you found William Grant. And I've said this over and over again because George Laureano had a great idea on this program uh, about a year ago. You know, some people don't want to be able to go out and, um, you know, purchase a full fifth of, of, of a spirit. You want to taste the spirit. You want to be able to, you know, uh, you know uh, cultivate the spirit. You know, maybe you're going to your favorite uh, bar, again, restaurant, and you're, you're willing to try it. But how about, again, the airplane bottles, the little small airplane bottles? Go to your favorite uh, uh, liquor store, spirit store, and get the airplane bottles. And, and that way, again, you can taste it at your leisure and find out, again, how great these spirits are of William Grant. Henry's Gin, Malago Tequila, Rekha Vodka, when I tell you the hottest spirits on the market, all you got to do is ask your favorite bartender. You know, again, uh, someone that, is, again, is a stoop in, in the spirit industry at one of, again, our great spirit stores. And they will tell you about this great lineup of, 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 um, of spirits from William Grant. Unique flavor profiles that you won't get in any other, um, any other uh, lineup of spirits. And then, of course, you know, made our bones on Scotch, uh, Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, Grand Splendid Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, Monkey Shoulder Single Malt, 
all award-winning scotches. You may have your favorite scotch whiskey. Why don't you try ours? Also, I keep hearing that that other uh, uh, Irish whiskey, that that's not going to be around for Mardi Gras. Man, look, perfect time to try with the Irish drink. Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world. We have it for you. You can get out there and enjoy Irish whiskey during the Mardi Gras uh, celebration. And then, of course, the rum portfolio, Florida, Kanye, Nicaraguan rum, Sailor Jerry rum. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in the state of Louisiana, of fruit proceeds go to the God Foundation, www.gotourtroops.org, helping, again, those that have served for us, active military, retired military members and their families. They get into a jam. The God Foundation is there for them. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana, Portugal's proceeds go to the God Foundation. Living expenses, mortgage payments, rents, utility bills, insurance premiums, even necessary home repairs. In the aftermath of the multiple storms that we've had to deal with over the last few years, you know that, again, those that have served for us, that they need help. Uh, either give directly to the God Foundation, over $200,000 in financial aid since 2012, or, again, you can reach for a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum. And then, of course, Fistful of Bourbon, Hudson Bourbon is the bourbon portfolio, all part of, again, the incredible portfolio of spirits of William Grant. All right, a lot to talk about today on the program. Joining me on the show, as he does each and every week, uh, Mike Fazan of Hot Off the Bench Podcast with Scott Craig, celebrity chef Scott Craig, who joins us on a Wednesday. Also, again, Hot Off the, uh, the uh, Fazan on Football Podcast, as well as Fazan on Football Blog. A lot to talk about this hour. Of course, 504-260-1061 is the phone number. Mike, welcome to the show. Eric, my brother. Eventful week, huh? <laughs> just a bit. Just, just a few things that we didn't think was going to happen anytime soon. That's, that's for sure. We were, we I certainly didn't talking. see it coming. Did you, Mike? No, we were just talking last week, saying, right. oh, he's still got time, you know, still got things to do, things to accomplish. I mean, we were absolutely poo-pooing him going to coach the Cowboys, uh, much less retire. Now, both could be true. He's going to retire from the Saints, and it could he end up he could end up coaching the Cowboys after all. Especially after yeah, we it's found out that's about interesting that, scenario. Uh, Florio book where he said the Saints were going to trade him to the Cowboys, and after the nineteen season, after the no no call. Right. He was ready to go. He was ready to go. Right. He was ready to go. Yeah. And he was going that to was That was an enlightening story by Mike Florio uh, when that came out. At, and, 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 again, you know, strategically placed, right, Mike? Nobody yeah. heard about this until Peyton was walking out the door. Yeah. And you would have thought that something like that, as big as that, would have would have would have come to the forefront. And of course, for those oh, of you that don't know the story, right. we sure. talked about it this week. Anthony Davis uh, turned down the, the Pelicans in terms of, of again re-signing the long-term deal that set up the stage for him to be traded to the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, the Saints were coming off the no no call, and Peyton was what well, the, the Saints had made a or were making were in the were in consultation with the Dallas Cowboys to be able to trade him to Dallas. Mrs. Benson called it off because she did not want to put Louisiana through again losing the again the the head coach of the Saints and then again the uh, the franchise player of the Pelicans. So uh, Peyton signed a new five year deal at that point, and that was even quiet. We didn't even know he signed a five year deal. Look, I told you guys earlier in the week. I go on Sportsnet a lot to be able to look for contracts, uh, no matter what league it is. I had Peyton, again, in his last year of his deal this uh, coming up in 2002. Sean who was on our program last week, said, hey, E, I think, I think that that's, that's incorrect, that, again, quietly, we believe there was another contract that was signed. And, and sure enough, there was. 
Yeah. So that happened right after that situation with Anthony Davis and them calling off any, any possible trade to the Dallas Cowboys. But continue, Mike. Well, I just wanted to set the stage for those that didn't know what maybe what we were talking about. Well, yeah, and I mean, when I was watching that press conference, uh, watching Peyton wax philosophic about the last 16 years, I kept thinking to myself, something's not right here. I smell a rat with a 10-gallon cowboy hat on. And then I found out later about that Florio book about the, the impending trade that was ultimately pulled away, you know, pulled back by the Saints. And I was thinking he was ready to go after the worst moment maybe in the history of the Saints, the Nola no call. He was going to go to the Cowboys the next season with without, I guess, not even batting an eye. I mean, he was ready to do it. So I thought there was no way in hell he can ever coach, coach the Cowboys. Well, I was wrong because, to me, that's been the uh, the plan, the uh, you know, the whole time. That's been in his back pocket, and he was just waiting for an opportune moment to get away from football and then rejoin the Cowboys now as their head coach down the road. I, I never bought it either. Again, Jerry Jones, hands-on, always second-guessing his coaches, out in front of the media, has got to be the guy. Uh, again, I said it before, he's the general manager, he's the president, he's the owner. But also, again, if it was possible, he'd be the head coach. If he, if he could pull an Al Davis in Oakland, he would do it. But he can't. No doubt. Okay, so, and I never thought that Peyton would be in a situation where he would, he would go to a, a team where, again, you would have such a, again, a hands-on and overbearing owner. Uh, when he's coming from a situation where, look, he said it in the press conference. They never told me no. Yeah. Yes, Mickey Loomis is the general manager. Yes, Lausch is the president of the club. Yes, Mrs. Benson, Tom Benson own the club. But God, don't make no mistake, Sean Payton ran the football operations. He had the last word on everything and ultimately would not have that with the Dallas Cowboys. But then, like I told you, I did the research this week. Four years with Jimmy Johnson, three years with Parcells, and I guess Peyton's figuring that, you know what, my quarterback's gone. I'm not getting another another franchise quarterback in here anytime soon. And you know what? I can hang three years with, with, with Jerry Jones if I need to. And then here's the other caveat. You know, Jerry Jones is 80 years old. If this is two years from now, maybe Jerry Jones is not as um, hands-on with the Cowboys. Yeah. Maybe, again, the baton has been passed to Steven, who, again, yeah. we understand he has a much better relationship with. So yeah. I well, believe I that is his next destination. Good. It's just a matter of not if but when. Well, I thought he had a great relationship with Loomis, and apparently um, they do. But, I mean, look, this has been, to me, he's been wanting to coach the Cowboys all along. And, uh, I mean, I, I never would have believed it until I heard about that trade from 19. So maybe Jerry Jones said, look, I'm out of here in a couple years. I'm going to turn it over to my son. But I don't think that as long as there's a breath in Jerry Jones's lungs that he's not going to have something to do with running that organization. He'll never step down until they win a Super, Bowl, a Super Bowl. With that said, Mike, let's talk about, look, we know uh, that look, it's, it's bittersweet. Nobody wants him to pull a Saban, right? You know, again, he came here. He was, he was, kind of, he was an unknown assistant. 
again, if anything, the biggest thing you heard about Sean Payton was when the play calling was taken away from him and in, 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 with the Giants. Uh, give, give a credit uh, to, to Loomis, although he did not find him. Again, the story goes, Mr. Benson went to Tagliabue, asked for a list of young assistants or potential head coaches after the team was being was forced to move back to New Orleans. Uh, Loomis was given that, that, that uh, list, and he made the decision. And look, he, he pulled the rabbit out of the, hot, out of the hat. He got a guy that ultimately turned into the greatest head coach in the history of the organization and one of the greatest head coaches in the history of the game. Give him a lot of credit there. It happened. Uh, but at the same time, Peyton has called the shots here in New Orleans. Loomis has kind of taken a back seat. He did some incredible things here here as a Saints head coach. Just talk about his tenure. Well, I mean, like you said, he's the best coach in Saints history by far. I mean, Jim Moore is a distant second because he – but I, you got to give a little bit of credit to Moore and Jim Finks for turning the franchise from a joke into a legit NFL franchise. Now, they didn't finish the deal. And we all know Moore ended up resigning halfway through the, uh, I guess it was the 2004 season. And um, uh, and then they kind of took a dip when 19, they brought in Mike. 1994, so I think it was 1993. I mean, 1994. Yeah, well. 93, 94. Yeah, 93, 94. Okay, yeah, after the Carolina game, after the infamous diddly-poo post-game press conference, he resigned that week. Moore did. And then uh, – and then they took a dip when they brought in Dick. That was a joke. And they kind of turned the corner back again when they brought Randy Mueller and Jim Haslin and had a good draft. Right. They brought in mm-hmm. Jeff Blake, Jerry, uh, Joe Horn. <laughs> I almost said Jerry Horn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jerry. Probably a joke. <laughs> he would have signed with him. Jerry would have definitely signed. Yeah, he he just signed and thought he could play quarterback. You kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> So they did well. They did okay. I mean, they won the division the first year, and then they could never recapture that magic. Blake gets hurt. Aaron Brooks comes in, and he's not—he's not great. He's just okay enough to get them to seven, eight wins, and then Katrina hits, and then so the, the franchise was not completely on its back when Peyton came. Now they had a three and thirteen year, but that was because of Hurricane Katrina, and all the wheels fell off the wagon under Hazlitt. So, uh, you know, with a fresh start, they bring in Peyton. They have a great draft. They have some holdovers from the Hazlitt-Mueller era. Mm-hmm. I mean, Will Smith, Deuce. Uh, Charles Grant. Joe Horn, Charles Grant. I mean, they had a lot of good players held over from the Mueller-Hazlitt area. Era. Right, Stitchcomb. Yeah, and they just built on that with that great draft. They had Reggie Bush and all them guys. Marcus Colston, Roman Harper. Right. I think and Henderson was also a holdover. He was Who's drafted. That? Henderson was I mean, uh, Derry Henderson was a holdover. Oh, Henderson, Moore, right. Lance Moore. They had a lot of guys held over. Uh, most of the offensive line was held over. Uh, they went out and got Jeff Fain, but but still. Anyway, I'm saying I was to say, in walks Sean Payton, this charismatic guy who checks all the boxes, always has every base covered. Uh, from the we've been hearing players talk about from the. My most minute detail, he never left anything unturned. I heard uh, one guy say uh, that Peyton, they'd be having practice, and Peyton would walk up to him in the middle of practice and say, you know, they they never guard the fullback. He was saying that to the fullback, and then he would just walk off, just planting that seed for Sunday. Uh, just little things like that. 
uh, incredibly charismatic. He always, and he really, really was relatable to the common man. I mean, you always thought, you know, Peyton had New Orleans' back, and New Orleans had his back. I always had the feeling that he loved being here. He loved the fact that the city was starved for a winner, a Super Bowl winner. And, you know, I can just in my mind's eye visualizing walking off the field after they beat Atlanta on that Monday night and just high-fiving the fans. And he was really enjoying mm-hmm. it, just like all the fans were. And that never left him. Um you know, and he absolutely became part of the New Orleans fabric. Yep. And we always knew, no matter what, we had Sean Payton. Even when well, we he lost, he was our threes. coach. Our coach. Yeah. But even when we lost Breeze, we're like, you know, we, damn man, we we lost Breeze. God, that's going to hurt. But at least we have Payton. And if anybody can figure it out, he can. And so he only lasted one season uh, with the Saints. So. I would love to have seen him try to rebuild to, if not a Super Bowl winner, uh, a Super Bowl contender. And I don't think they were far off when he left. So, um, but I mean, the career speaks to itself. I mean, the record 150 plus wins, a Super Bowl, three NFC championships, seven division championships, I think. I think it's, I think um, it's six. I think it's six. six I had seven, seven. too. Yeah, it's six. Yeah. And, you know, he comes in, an unknown coach. He brings his quarterback that everyone, I said, would never make it because the injury he had was a career ender. And he never set the world on fire with the Chargers. He was good, but he had Latanian Tomlinson and Antonio Gates and had Junior Seau on defense. So the Chargers were a good team. And uh, so we were like, okay, whatever. And then, man. From the first season on, it was it was just party time. It was fun. It was exciting. It was magic. It was magic. I mean, when they got rolling and the Saints played on national TV under the Superdome lights, pity the team that came into the Superdome on those nights because, I mean, before you knew it, the Saints were lighting up the scoreboard like a pinball machine. It was fun. The dome was electric. The city buzzed. All week, couldn't wait for the next game. And, uh, you know, it was just a combination of riding that, that wave of the Saints winning with a charismatic, great coach, a Hall of Fame quarterback, and a defense that was good enough, you know, for a lot of the seasons, and not quite for some. But this now, in the last few years, the defense was actually the impetus for them winning. So, man, I just, I, I can't believe he walked away like i want to say unfinished i know it sounds crazy he's won a super bowl but right he started something new and we were all waiting to see if he could recapture that magic and uh i guess it just he just felt like you know i don't i'm not up for it it's time for me to let somebody else try is it an indictment on the quarterback room and I mean uh, Jameis Winston, and I've been a supporter of Jameis Winston, but I've also said throughout this whole scenario that Peyton knows whether Winston is his guy, whether Winston is going to be a guy that could be a franchise quarterback. Is it an indictment on him walking away? Because I think most people believe, myself included, that if he had a franchise quarterback, he wouldn't be walking away right now because this team is is close enough to to contend for a Super Bowl 
with just a few tweaks to the roster, they'll be in contention right back again. And we talked about it. Wide receiver room upgrade. Uh, get a starting tight end. Backfill the offensive line. Figure out what you're going to do with the free safety position. And, of course, the most important position is the quarterback position. Yeah. And I got to believe, you know, he mentioned uh, defensive coordinator Dennis Allen by name. Right. I'm hope I think he's hoping that they can promote Allen, keep the keep the train rolling, and then um, as long as somebody connected to Sean Payton is head coach, then Payton gets credit for whatever happens after. No matter what Dennis Allen does in the next three years, if they win, yeah, but Payton built that. You know what I'm saying? So, but he did build the culture. You got to give him credit for that. Exactly. And that is something that has been sustainable through his 16 years. And that's the reason why Dennis Allen is, at this point is even being looked at as, as the favorite here because, look, the feeling inside the building is, and I think, around, I think the feeling around with, with everyone that, again, that cares about what happens with the New Orleans Saints is, look, the last thing you want to do is blow this thing up and, and bring, in, bring in a different, different voice in, in terms of, again, uh, you know, an outsider that is going to put their stamp on, even though I think eventually Allen will put his own stamp on, on the situation. But the, the thing right now is, I guess the buzzword is continuity. Keeping everything as much as you can together. Now, there's no guarantee. Mike, you and I talked about this last night when we were talking off the air. Look, just, if Dennis Allen is named head coach, that doesn't mean that, again, the, all these assistant coaches that were here under Peyton are not going to go elsewhere. You know, another coach gets signed somewhere. You know, they may, they may go for a better position. They may feel like, you know what, Peyton's out of here right now. This is my chance to be able to move on to, to another, another, another um, uh, opportunity. But, again, uh, the players seem to feel that let's go for the, at least the ones that have been vocal. Let, let's, let's hire from within. Let's keep the culture like it is, and let's make the tweaks that we need to make to the roster and move on. Now, whether that's realistic or not, uh, we'll have to see down the line here. A lot of it's going to be what's going to happen with the personnel moves from this point forward. Uh, and, and, of course, the other thing is, again, Dennis Allen did not have success as a head coach the first time around. What has he learned in his time, again, away from, again, being the guy? Exactly. And, you know, he, he's a really good defensive coordinator who, had a, who was under – who uh, were working for an, an unbelievably gifted, offensive-minded head coach. And so he had pretty much free reign of, to build a defense as he saw fit. And he did a good job of it. And Jeff Island went out and got him some good players to build that defense around. But I keep going back, you know, it reminds me, you know, when Saban left LSU, he made that culture LSU culture. And remember Miles' first championship? Uh-uh, you didn't win that. Saban won, no, won that. That was Everybody always believes that was Saban's players. Yeah. That was Saban's championship. Yeah, it was Saban's players. It was Saban. You know, uh, Bill Walsh leaves San Francisco. Uh, they win a fourth straight Super Bowl. And nobody could tell you. I bet you hardly anybody remembers that Bill Walsh was gone by that fourth Super Bowl, that it was right. George Seifert. George Seifert, Because right. he still had Joe Montana. So no matter what you do, if you're Dennis Allen or Carmichael or somebody like that, you're always going to be, yeah, but Peyton, you know, he did well, but Peyton really, really uh, set the stage for him. So I don't know if Allen's up for that. And heaven forbid if they take a dip, then everything's blamed on it. Peyton gets no blame. 
<laughs> if they keep winning, Peyton's going to get some or all credit. If they lose, he'll get no blame. The new guy will. You see, the new guy, I knew we should have went outside the organization. I could just see it now. So, you know, I hope Dennis Allen, if he get, does get promoted, understands that and maybe addresses it uh, in his press conference as, as head coach. But, you know, the Saints interviewed Flores today. Right, which, as they should. They've yeah. interviewed some really good – look, Biennemi Flores, uh, Aaron Glenn, those are all – we talked about it last night. Those are all candidates I talked about. Those were the guys you should be uh, interviewing, okay? They deserve an opportunity to be a head coach. Look, if it's not Dennis Allen, if you want a guy that knows the culture here, it's Aaron Glenn, right? Um, but it's interesting to see, again, how that's going to play out. Well, these guys that are coming in, do do they feel like they have a do they feel like they have a real shot at at, at getting this um, at getting this uh, uh, job? But but on the other hand, on the other hand, I'm saying it's also look if Dennis Allen doesn't sustain this winning, it's going to be a short leash in my opinion. Yep. So these guys that are interviewing right now, if they don't get head coaches job head coaching jobs, they're on file now. Okay, they've interviewed them. They've been they've interviewed here. So it'd be interesting to see again. I could see some of these guys saying. I'm not getting this job, but on the other hand, saying, you know what, I'm going to go and interview no matter what, because at least I'm 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 top of mind of Mickey Loomis if this thing does go sideways. Absolutely, absolutely, and not all these guys are going to be head coaches this year for no. some reason. Eric the Enemy just can't get hired just as a head coach. Mind blowing, isn't it, Mike? Uh, I mean, just yeah. this mind blowing. Yeah, dude and, is uh, dude is the dude is he is head coaching material. Or at least should get a shot at a head coaching job. Oh yeah, well I figured Flores would walk right up into the, in, and get sucked up by the Giants. I figured the Giants would want to grab mm-hmm. him, but no, I'm surprised he's still out there. But um, me too. Um, you know, it's just a a bad situation. Plus, you know, Peyton will be back coaching, right? And the betting money would be the Cowboys. But, hey, I saw a tweet today, and I thought I actually thought about this the other day. I think it was Ralph Marlboro. Mm-hmm. He should try coaching the Chargers. I mean, you talk about have total control and, right. and take over Los Angeles. Are you kidding right. me? Right. With, uh, a, and look, guess what? He's got a franchise quarterback. Justin Herbert. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. Wild receiver. His system He's is already Alvin in place Kamara. there with Joe Lombardi. They already have an Alvin Kamara running back type running back. I mean, he could walk right in. Kansas City, don't discount Kansas City. Andy Reid's having some health issues lately, and right. I bet you if they win the Super Bowl, he walks. A lot of people and, believe uh, if they win the Super Bowl, he walks. Eric Bieniemy is, is going to be the heir well, apparent. Well, that could be. That could be if he doesn't get hired by another team. I right. think, look, Peyton won the draft, Patrick Mahomes. He was sick when, when sure, Andy Reid traded we all, in front of We him. all were sick. And, and he I, wanted to, yeah, he wants to. Could you imagine if he had the opportunity to coach the Chiefs? And I got to sure. believe if the Chiefs uh, had a choice between Peyton and the enemy, now look, the enemy is a great guy, but come on. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's Mike, be real. Mike, you already know it. From now on, until he's back on the sidelines, he is the number one candidate for every, uh, for every vacancy in the NFL. Maybe not right this year, but again, after next year, after this past season, he will be the number one candidate for every vacancy. Now, it'll be interesting to see if he goes to TV. Uh, I believe he will. But then how long will he stay in TV? Remember, again, uh, because I have to take a break here, Mike, the Saints will get compensation if he signs with anyone within the next three seasons. 
And the Saints can demand whatever compensation they want. It's not a situation you say, well, this is what you're going to get. No, the Saints can demand whatever compensation they want at that point. Multiple first-round picks, multiple players, whatever it is at that point. Uh, But that's that's the ace in the hole that Mickey Loomis has right now. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Let me take take a quick break here, Mike, and we'll continue the conversation. All right, uh, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family still is Friday extravaganza. Uh, going to be a little yo-yo, right, with, with the weather. going to be a little bit. going to be very, very cold this weekend, and then we're going to start moving up again in terms of temperatures into next week. So heating system and air conditioning system have to be working properly. If for some reason yours is not, and maybe you've been hesitating to be able to get out and get it done, maybe, you, again, you've had an AC or, or, or a heating company that you've used in the past, but, you know, you're not feeling too comfortable with them right now. Maybe, again, you feel like you've been gouged or cheated. Try my, try my company, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call, and, of course, Nate certified technicians, highest certification in the industry. Uh, not just that, truly a company you can trust. We'll never gouge you. We'll never cheat you. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. In business since 1989, truly family-owned and operated. Looking for a company you can trust? It's Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. We taste it four on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell's new double steak grilled cheese burrito coated with melty cheese will leave you speechless. So get to Taco Bell and pick one up today at participating U.S. Taco Bell locations for a limited time only. Double the steak claim as compared to the steak quesadilla. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. 
Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays. That's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. Tackle your worst cold and flu symptoms with Max Strength NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching fever, best sleep with a cold, medicine. Use as directed. Find it in the cold and flu aisle at a Walmart near you. Welcome back to the William Grant Family Distillers Fry Extravaganza. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Mike Mazan is with us until the top of the hour. He's from Hot Off the Bench Podcast. Uh, Mike, let's grab a call before before we continue. And I got a question from a listener that uh, that sent us in something via uh, social media. Uh, uh, Joe is in Mandeville. Joe's been hanging. What's happening, UT Joe? Hey, I pray to God he doesn't go to Dallas. I don't know why y'all keep saying this. Please don't let it happen. I don't <laughs> want this man. Okay, he doesn't have it. He does win. Okay, he did get a Super Bowl, but it's a cluster every year after that. Man, he win, 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 and then he'll find an early exit in the playoffs. I, I, I got to tell you, I don't know why. I don't think he gets them ready for the playoffs. He had that one magical year, and he popped y'all's cherry, and y'all think he's the world's greatest now. But I got to tell you, man, why did he leave this year in a 9-8 season? Why? He bailed, you want my opinion? He, he bailed. Well, no, no, there's no doubt. Look, uh, look, uh, you have to be grateful for the 16 years, right, Joe? Because that's a long time yeah. to be in one job. But he didn't. Look, it, it, he left it unfinished. Okay. What he should have been doing is preparing for life after Breeze, and he didn't. He didn't. He didn't prepare for life after Breeze. And that, again, you have to have a franchise quarterback in this league to compete. And he didn't do enough to make sure that he had that franchise quarterback before he's decided to depart. And I think that's one of the reasons why he's gone today. Well, you're right. That might not be the overriding reason, but it's one of the reasons why. Oh, that is the only reason why I can see why would he leave. He had full autonomy. He had everything. He didn't have a quarterback, and I guarantee you they told him we can't get Aaron and we can't get Russell. And that's when he says, you know what, i got to get out of this situation. Y'all keep saying you're a couple of players away. Buddy, you need a tight end. <laughs> Who knows about Mike Thomas, okay? If he's good, okay, but you need another receiver. need at least need two, two receivers. Two more linemen, okay? You need a blocking running back that will keep your quarterback upright, okay? I'm I think you have blocking you, running backs, but you need a guy that can You need a guy that can do what Mark Ingram has done or those players that play off of Alvin Kamara. So you need, a, you need a, an athletic line, an athletic running back uh, that, that can coexist with, with Kamara in, in the backfield. And look, running backs are easier to get. The linemen is going to be difficult. The wide receivers are, again, between, again, the, the receivers that are about free agency and the free agents that, that, uh, and, and the ones you're going to get from the draft, you can fill that position. The hardest one's going to be quarterback. And think about this. If he does go to San Diego, <laughs> that's a tough division, buddy. Think about all the sure. quarterbacks he's got to go up against, man. Oh, in the AFC, man? No. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, you got yeah, it's ridiculous, got no doubt. Himself, but he's going to have to get a he's going to have to get past Kansas City. He's going to have to get past the Raiders. I mean, everybody is loaded over there with a quarterback, or even in quote unquote AFC. Yeah, Watch AFC. The AFC's got all the young guns. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, a, it, it's 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 unbelievable when you look at, at the shift. No doubt, Joe. Thanks for the phone call. Always appreciate Later. it, Mike. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I was going to try to jump in there, but um, I mean, Joe makes a point. I mean, we love him here. He's the greatest thing the Saints have ever had. Right. But you and I both know there should be more than one Super Bowl. Absolutely, this is they've underachieved on airline drive. I mean, 11, 18, um, you know, you can make a case for 20, uh, even though they were banged up. But, I mean, you lose to Minnesota in the first round. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, the miracle, things that that wasn't under his, in his control. But, um, you know, we love him because he won the Super Bowl and he was a great coach. The Saints were always in the running with him and Drew Brees at the helm, but he, he never really built a great defense unless he had Greg Williams at one year. He had Ryan at one year and then Dennis mm-hmm. Allen and right. um, three bad drafts in a row. I mean, crappy drafts. Yep. And which led to the seven and nine seasons. And um, so, no, I mean, we can pick it apart, but, on on a on a whole, he was great for the Saints, and yep. he's going to be beloved to the end of time. So, oh, and as he should be, as he should and, be. Yeah, didn't didn't win more Super Bowls, but he won a Super Bowl, which is a lot of coaches out there have never won a Super Bowl. So he, he turned around the the persona of this team, but also again how the outside people outside of the bubble or outside the levy system, looked at the New Orleans Saints. The Saints right. were respectable, finally. You respected yeah. the Saints. You feared the Saints, okay, yeah. if you were the opposing team, if you were the, the opposing, if you were the opposing um, uh, fan base. Now, now no, no. let me ask this question. No, no. Bobby's got a great qu- Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I mean, we talked about it. Teams saw the Saints on their schedule when their schedule came out, and they – they did a collective sigh of grief. They were like, oh, man. In the That's dome, an L. Monday night. No. No, no. Nobody wanted to play the Saints with Peyton and Breeze. No. No, it's truth. Bobby asked on social media, and I think it's a really, I think it's a legitimate question here. If Peyton doesn't coach another game, is he in the Hall of Fame? Yes. I believe he is. Why? Well, for the reason we just stated, I mean, uh, usually if you win a Super Bowl, you're pretty much going to – and you're, you're credited with, with the reason why they won, along with your quarterback. Uh, and he remained, uh, except for those seven and nine years, ever since they brought in Jeff Ireland and they built the defense, I mean, the Saints have been one of the best teams in the league. So I think he's in. And here's another thing, Biggie. If he goes to TV, he's a shoe-in. Because his he'll be out front on TV every Sunday when yep. it comes time to vote. You know how it is with TV guys. Oh yeah, there's no doubt. You know, you know uh, <laughs> um, well, the old Pittsburgh coach, Biggie Bill Cowher, he's in. He only got one Super Bowl. Right, he's he's in because of TV though. 
Same exact exactly. scenario with, I mean, look, George Seifert is not in the Hall of Fame. Think about that for a second. That's true. He's not in his Hall of Fame. But you know what he did? He went to another team and he didn't win. So the mm-hmm. fact that he lost in Carolina makes everybody think, well, you come on, man, you were just a caretaker. Bill Walsh built that program. You just, you know, were the next guy up and just said, okay, let's keep doing what we've been doing. Now, it, it took Tom to Flores, what, 40, 30 years to get into the Hall of Fame? Yeah, he won two of them. No, you make a good point. I mean, in my eyes, he is, but, you know, the goal Well, me too. I, look, I think TV is, if he doesn't get with a team that, that again, has the franchise quarterback that, that is ready-made, like a team like Dallas that has a that has a, a team that, with the right little tweak that could get into a Super Bowl and win it, TV can carry him over because he's out front every week. He's going to be he's going to be beloved. He's going to you know you look at just TV as the over. It gets guys jobs back as general manager and head coaches, and, and of course it'll get you in the Hall of Fame as well as a player or a coach. Well, well, let's think about this. If John Madden never goes in the booth, he's the guy that had all those great teams and only won one Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, he got elected into the Hall after he was a broadcaster, right. and I think. He kind of laid the groundwork for ex-coaches being broadcasters who mm-hmm. had an iffy record of maybe, get, maybe, maybe not. That definitely put him over the top. I would agree. I don't disagree at all. People, um, the first, you know, people hated the Raiders back then. And you oh. loved them or you hated them, and most people right. hated them, especially Pete Rozelle. Mm-hmm. But once Madden got into the booth, and oh, he's this likable guy. He's not such a bad person, ranting and raving up and down the sidelines like he used to do with his press pads flailing all over the place. Mm-hmm. He he became relatable, personable, and people probably didn't. A lot of people in the younger generation probably didn't even realize he coached the Raiders. Let me ask you this, Mike: Who's the next head coach of the New Orleans Saints? Oh, I think it's going to be Dennis Allen. I don't think um, Loomis and Benson have the uh, – I don't think they're going to try to rock the boat. Uh, me, I would seriously consider other options. But – and if I was Dennis Allen, it's, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> I know you want to be a head coach, and this may be the only chance you get. Mm-hmm. But um, – He's not going to turn it down. I mean, come on. He's not. He don't have any other offers to begin with. Well, first of all, they, 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 it's ready made for him right now. I mean, uh, it, it is George Seifert, follow, you know, following uh, the, uh, Bill Walsh. Okay, the, it is Tom Flores following John Madden. They, they got it with the exception again of the quarterback position, which is which we, we'll find out fairly quickly what they're what they're going to do now. Who's the defensive coordinator? Is it Ryan Nielsen? Is it a Chris, is it a Chris Richard? Are they going outside of the um, uh, of the um, uh, of the the uh, compound to get a, to get a uh, no defensive coordinator? You, if you want Dennis Allen, you make him your head coach. You make uh, Carmichael and Nielsen your coordinators. Mm-hmm. Richard, you make him your assistant head coach. Whatever title okay. Nielsen was. Yeah, because well, now remember um, that that is that is the title that um, uh, that, uh, that that has already been given to um, Nielsen. Nielsen. Nielsen is the assistant head coach. Exactly. So, 
when he becomes defensive coordinator, maybe he's got too much on his hands, then he'll say, look, mm-hmm. let's keep Richard here. Let's let's bump him up in pay and give him a promotion, quote, unquote, and make him assistant head coach. And, you know, maybe do the same with Carmack. I don't know, but uh, that's the way I would imagine it's going to be, but I could be wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that it's, it's going to be one of those. Unless yeah. Richard, again, who is on radars of other teams, ends up being a defensive coordinator elsewhere. That'll be interesting to see how that no, plays I mean, out. No, I'll be surprised. I mean, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of new head coaches out there, and they're all going to be looking for a defensive exactly. coordinator. And his reputation, uh, you know, if Dan Quinn gets a job, who do you think he, he may look at? Right. Well, I'm thinking about it right now. Ronald Curry is looked at as one of the up-and-coming coaches on offense. He's a quarterback coach for the Saints. I wouldn't be surprised he gets an offensive coordinator job. Okay? No, you're right. Yeah. I mean, there are are some really good assistants that are teaching assistants on this team that other teams know about at this point. And Peyton's no longer here. So, I mean, are you you all in with, with, again, Dennis Allen and and going in this direction? Are these guys going to break off and say, now's my time to move on? Uh, to, you know, maybe to another, another team. Mike, I got two and a half minutes left. Tell the folks about the podcast. Um, also, again, who you like this weekend? Uh, hot off the bench with Scott Craig and myself. Then on football, we're on. Uh, I'm on the Anchor app. Scott and I are on the podcast app. Um, who I like this weekend? Mm, I love Cincinnati. Can can borrow coming in and perform more magic. Uh, it's gonna be tough. But I'm going to pick the Bengals. That's where my mm-hmm. heart is. And I right. can make a case that they can go and beat uh, Kansas City. They beat them already once. Right, they did. The playoffs. Brands 49ers, who cares? I don't care about either one of these teams. But I think the 49ers pulls a hat trick. Hat trick. I think they beat the Rams. I think ABR, uh, anybody but the Rams. Bengals 49ers Super Bowl. They've had two of those already. Yep. Yes, they have. So maybe – Joe Burrow can can get the Bengals there and win it all. Wouldn't that be beautiful? Oh, it'd be awesome. Yes, it would. At Michael Vazan on Twitter, boy, this hour went fast. Thanks so much for joining us as always, my friend. Always fun, my brother. Mike Vazan, each and every week, right here on uh, Inside New Orleans, William Grant Family Stillers Friday Extravaganza. Don't forget about Burkhart. Uh, heating system not working, uh, and uh, you know you don't have enough blankets to keep cold, keep warm at the house. Man, look, Burkhardt's going to be there for you. 15 trucks in the field. They, again, they, work, they, they have after-hour service as well, only doing the work that's necessary. Uh, they are authorized to service all brands in the industry, standing behind their work. Uh, for a company you can trust, it's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. 
At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana it's a brand new year, and there has never been a better time to buy the Harley-Davidson of your dreams. Zydeco Harley in Houma, Louisiana has over 100 Harleys available and is part of the largest Harley-Davidson dealer group in Louisiana with three stores and growing, 100% Louisiana-owned and operated. Zydeco Harley is now offering Warranty Forever. That's right, Warranty Forever is a powertrain warranty that covers all the internally lubricated parts for as long as you own the motorcycle and available on any new or used Harley-Davidson 2017 model or newer. And, of course, you have to do all the manufacturer's required maintenance and services at the right intervals to keep the coverage in force. Zydeco's state-of-the-art service center is available to take care of all those maintenance needs, as well as style and performance upgrades. This month at Zydeco Harley, receive 15% off any stage 1 through 4 performance upgrade. Our motor clothes department has added over 100,000 of the newest riding gear, helmets, gloves, boots, and Oakley eyewear to our showroom. Follow us on Facebook and online at ZydecoHD.com. Take the ride down the bayou. Zydeco Harley-Davidson in Houma, Louisiana. Come on down to the Silver Slipper. Hi, this is John from the Silver Slipper Casino telling you that when you play any of your favorite slots or table games any day during the months of January, February, and March, you'll be earning a chance to win a brand new Apple Watch SE every night at 7 p.m. Now, you can take calls and reply to text messages right on your wrist. You can sync your favorite music to it. You can track your daily activities and a bunch of other helpful things. We're on the beach here in Hancock County, Silver Slipper Casino. We are proud to be your host on the coast. A good time at the Silver Slipper.
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Thanks to Mike Mazan for joining us on the program. You and I in the second hour, we'll talk a little bit about what's going on with uh, the future of the Saints under Mickey Loomis. I'm going to talk about uh, what's going on this week with crime and the crime summit that has happened within Orleans Parish. We'll get into that as well. Uh, it is the William Grant family still is fry extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product when you head to your favorite spirit store, a favorite watering hole. Maybe, again, you're heading out to dinner tonight, uh, maybe over the weekend. Uh, reach for a William Grant product. All right. Eric Asher with you until 6. Thanks so much for joining us in hour number one. Don't forget Ken Trahan joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight. If you check that out, it's already on our social media platforms. We'll take a quick break, hear from our uh, great sponsors, and we'll be right back. Stick around. friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished. in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I-10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you.
Stick to the truth, it's what you're good at. back to Inside New Orleans, hour number two of the William Grant family distillers Friday extravaganza. Thanks so much for being there. Again, thanks to Mike Bazan for joining us on the program. This is an unusual Friday. Normally, I try to have uh, guests in the second hour. Normally, George Laureano will join us at the bottom of the uh, second hour and talk a lot about what's going on with William Grant. Uh, George will probably rejoin us um, uh, next week on the program. But I wanted to take some time to kind of talk about some, some – um, some uh, topics that we didn't get to this week because of, again, the um, uh, the stepping down of Sean Payton as head coach of the New Orleans Saints, which has really kind of just taken over the show uh, this entire week. Um, but first of all, please, again, as always, um, check out our show. There's plenty of ways to check out our show. Uh, 106.1 FM Nash Icon, 4 to 6 weekdays. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, Nash FM 106.1, and EricAsher.com. Our podcast, as I've mentioned over and over again, is everywhere. Anchor's our home base, but we're on all podcasting platforms. Uh, Don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. It's already on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And you can check us out tonight, 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, 5 p.m. on Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. Uh, Ken Trahan of um, All Access. Also, uh, the uh, Three Tailgaters, uh, CrestCitySports.com, and, of course, um, uh, the best prep show in all the nation was our guest, and uh, he did a great job in just breaking down Sean Payton. Uh, We talked college basketball. We talked LSU football. And we talked the Pels. So, again, uh, check that out at your leisure at uh, many of the outlets that we have that available for you. Uh, it is the William Grant family that still is Friday extravaganza. So proud to have William Grant as our title sponsor on a Friday. And, you know, very, very soon we're going to make another announcement about William Grant expanding uh, the, their uh, sponsorship of, this, uh, of, 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 of our programs. So I'm looking forward to that and, uh, and, and that announcement that's going to be coming very, very soon. Uh, just quality products, first of all. Look, I've been very, very lucky uh, throughout my career. Uh, locally owned and operated businesses, family owned and operated businesses, 
have been the um, have been the core of, of the sponsorships of this program. And uh, I've been lucky that once a sponsor comes on, normally that sponsor stays with us. And uh, that's a testament to you, the listener, because you support those sponsors. Uh, and the opportunity, again, to be able to promote those sponsors, uh, you know, again, I relish that opportunity. Uh, William Grant, uh, I, I, I'm, look, being completely honest, until I, I went to ta- started getting got involved with Tales of the Cocktail, I had not really tasted a William Grant product, okay? But I got exposed to it, and uh, quickly, I just I, I realized through, again, the mixologists that I spoke to, again, the brand ambassadors, uh, individuals from not just here in New Orleans, but from around the country and around the world, about how great these William Grant products are. And, of course, family-owned and operated. I mean, you're talking about an independent family distiller since 1887. It really fits in line to what we do on this program. Henrik's Gin, Malago Tequila, Reca Vodka. Um, <clears throat> at times in my life, I've enjoyed gin. I've enjoyed vodka. Um, I'm not really a tequila drinker. My wife is, but I'm telling you, the flavor profiles on these three spirits are different than any that you've ever tasted in your life. And it's one of the reasons why these unique player, uh, these unique um, uh, flavor profiles have, 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 have it's been a meteoric rise with, again, these, these three spirits. And that's why I tell you all the time, don't take my word for it. You know, I used to bartend when I was when I was when I when I got out of college, right? Uh, I, I you know I was behind the rail for a little while. My son was a bartender and, and knows a lot more about, about you know bartending than I, than I ever did. Uh, but I got a chance to know a lot of great bartenders in this town, and they would tell me about the, the William Grant spirits. You'll taste them, and again, them, that's the difference. There is no comparison to the Scotch lineup. There's none. No comparison at all. Glen Finnish Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, Monkey Shoulder, Single Malt. Hands down, award-winning scotches, the best portfolio in the world. In the world. And then, of course, I told you before, second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world is Tullamore Dew. That other Irish whiskey, supposedly there's a shortage of it. It won't be here during, during Mardi Gras. Hey, it's a perfect time to try Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey. And you won't be disappointed. That rum portfolio, that rum portfolio Florida, Kanye, Nicaraguan rum. And, of course, Sailor Jerry rum. The fact that, again, George Laureana comes from a, a, a family of military uh, men uh, that have served our country. And, of course, Republic Beverage, uh, William Grant, all buying into, again, helping our military members. The Scott Foundation give back is incredible. Since 2012, they've donated $200,000 plus to, again, active military members, retired military members, and their families. Uh, this, is a, this is a great way to give back. Uh, helping them with necessary home repairs, utility bills, mortgage payments, rent, uh, insurance premiums. I mean, they're there for those that have served for us. And, you know, you can give directly, www.gotourtroops.org, but also you buy a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum, and, and a portion of those proceeds are going to the God Foundation to take care of those who have served and done so much for us. Also, again, that, that uh, bourbon portfolio, which I am a bourbon drinker, fistful of bourbon, outstanding, Hudson bourbon, outstanding, Get out there and enjoy a William Grant product, uh, independent family distiller since 1887, and a proud sponsor uh, of our program. All right, let's jump into it. Um, a lot to talk about over the next hour, and uh, we'll take some phone calls down the line as well if you want to jump in, jump on board. First of all, finally today, right? Uh, finally today at 8 a.m., uh, you now have the right in the state of Louisiana to be able to place a wager online. 
$39 million was made from casinos just this past year, okay, in the short time that sports betting has been legal in this state, um, in 55 of the 64 parishes, where you'll be able to, again, go out and, and utilize this, this mobile app now or, again, do it on the computer. But $39 million was made by, by, by casinos in, in Louisiana for those that wanted to wager on, on sports betting. And it was, it was different because you had to go to the casino to be able to do it, right? Now you can do this on your smartphone or your, or, or your computer. It just it, it frustrates me to no end, ladies and gentlemen, that the slow drag that we get. Look, you put out polls. The polls say that, again, the people of Louisiana want something, okay? In this case, it was they wanted sports betting. They wanted the ability to be able to do sports betting. They wanted to be able to do, ability to do sports betting mobily, okay, on the Internet. Like we've seen again with so many other cities across the nation, starting again, obviously, with, with, um, with Atlantic City and Las Vegas. But there's been a slow drag by the Louisiana State Police and the Gaming Commission. It cost the state revenue in this past football season. Now, I know the state now has money because of, again, COVID-19 uh, losses and money that's being pumped in because of COVID-19. But if there wasn't a COVID-19 situation, we would be doing the same thing we're doing every single year, which is robbing Peter to pay Paul. So don't think all of a sudden now, oh, man, we're, we're flush with money, okay? That, that's like the Katrina money that came in. There's, a, there's an expiration date on that, okay? We left this on, on, on the table and allowed Mississippi to get ahead of us, as always. Mobile betting is not rocket science, but as usual, elected officials and members of law enforcement want to slow drag with the majority of the people in Louisiana want. We should have been ready in 2018 when, again, we knew that ultimately this was going to be an opportunity to see uh, a legalized sports betting across the country, but we weren't. We weren't. Another slow drag, okay? Um, now you're looking at finally you get to the point where, as of this morning, you can do sports betting from your phone or your tablet or your computer, which is what we've all wanted. And I'm not even – look, leave it this way. i got no skin in the game, ladies and gentlemen, okay? I'm not a guy that makes a, goes to the casino and makes a wager. Not. Look, I'd love to have – as many of the sports betting um, companies that want to support my program and, and, and be part of our show to jump on, they can, they can jump on right now, okay? We'd love to have them. But at the same time, it is the, about the opportunity, the freedom as an adult to make your own decision on what you want to do. I think it's perfect the way we do it in Louisiana. We're not force-feeding every single parish in Louisiana, okay, uh, a sports betting or anything else. If you don't want casino betting and casino gambling in your, your parish, vote against it. If you, don't want, if you don't want video poker in your parish, vote against it. If, if you don't want sports betting in your parish, vote against it. 55 of the 64 parishes want it. And the other ones don't, they don't. And though there are people in those parishes that want it, they're going to have to cross parish line to be able to partake. But we left so much money on the table with this. And adults can make their own decisions. This is 18 and over. Adults can make their decision. I believe it's 18 and over. It could be 21 and over. I have to double-check that, so don't, don't, don't put that down as, as, uh, as gospel. Remember, you have to be 21 to get into a casino, to bet. Um, now there's going to be another slow drag, and, that, and that's the legalization of marijuana. The polls have come out again and said that the majority of the, of the adults in Louisiana want the legalization of marijuana and the, uh, the, the, what, what, what legalized cannabis will bring in terms of tax dollars. But Louisiana State Police, the District Attorney's Association, Sheriff's Association, yesterday St. Tammany's Sheriff came out. He's part of some drug uh, 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 committee saying, again, we don't want to legalize marijuana. 
when ultimately, no different than what we're looking at in sports betting, the revenue that will pour into this state that can help us, in this case it's early education, infrastructure, okay, whatever. We've seen the other states that have legalized marijuana and the money that has come in from, the, from, from, from again, the legalization of cannabis. But yet we get the slow drag here in Louisiana. And that's, again, because, look, it's, it's, it's our own fault. You want to continue to elect the, uh, public officials that, again, do not listen to what the public wants? This is what you're going to get. That they are worried about certain special interest groups, whether that be religious or otherwise, that, again, may say no to sport, no to, no to legalization of marijuana. When ultimately, again, the majority of the citizens in this state want that. And they also want the revenue that's coming with it. Okay, they want the revenue that's coming with it. But it just goes to show you, even today, that's what frustrates me. If you're an adult, you can make your own damn decision. You make a decision whether you want to go to a bar to drink. You make a decision whether you want to drink at your house. You make a decision whether you want to smoke marijuana. You make a decision whether you want to, whether you want to, go, uh, uh, whether you want to go to the casino and gamble. Whether you want to take your own paycheck and head over to, again, uh, the, uh, uh, a, 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 a video poker booth and pour it in there. That's your decision. You're an adult. You made the decision. Now, is there a fallout from that? Maybe so. But as an adult, you should be able to make that decision on your own. And I think it's an intrusion in a lot of cases and, and, and an overreach from government, especially, in, again, in the, in, in, when, when you start talking about in 2022, to be able to not allow the people of Louisiana to have the same rights that other people in other states have. And it's frustrating. And when I look back on, again, $39 million made by casinos just based on, again, the ability to, go, to be able to bet during, the, during this football season, and the money has been left on the table simply because they couldn't get their act together to put it on, put, put it mobile, on mobile, uh, mobile uh, uh, sports betting. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. But we reap what we sow, ladies and gentlemen, because we continue to be able to, again, uh, reelect these jokers over and over again when they're not representing our interest. They're not doing what, again, we're asking them to do. All right. Let's, uh, I want to shift gears. I'm, I'm going to talk about crime in a little while, but I want to talk about, about uh, Mickey Loomis. We're going to do that when we come back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline, and Metairie. Uh, if you're in the market for a new set of tires, look, I'll just say this. Shop around. Right? I mean, I shop around. Shop around. I'm telling you, the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, a tire, set of tires that will fit so, your budget no matter what it is. Never going to be a hard sell. Not going to try to sell you the most expensive tires. What you can, what the tire that fits your vehicle, that fits your budget. And then, of course, when it comes to keeping your vehicle on the road, ASC certified mechanics. The same diagnostic equipment, and I said I'll, I'll go on the limb and say even more modern diagnostic equipment that you'll get at Southern Tire that you'll get at the dealership without the dealership sticker, price, sticker shock prices. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. And just knowing, again, my, my town, like I know my town, no way you stay around since 1972 unless, again, you're taking care of your customers, especially when it comes to a mechanic shop, okay, or a tire shop. Uh, Piazza's been around that long with Southern Tire. They're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com. Check out everything that they provide for their customers. Then you make the decision. Southern Tire, Hickory Nail Line and Mentory, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. 
New Orleans country. 106.1 Nash Icon is once again your home for New Orleans privateers basketball. Tune in to Jude Young for all the action as UNO takes on top-rated college basketball teams, including local rivals and Southland Conference foes in their quest to win championships and return to the NCAA tournament. All season long, set sail with the UNO Privateers on New Orleans Country 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Come rain or shine, high winds or mild breezes, blue skies or gray, it's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If you have any problems with your heating system, you can trust Burkhardt to be there right away and get you back up and running. And if you know you need to replace that heating system this year, you can trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect and get the job done right. And you can always trust Burkhardt to give you a fair price. For heating this year, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family still is Friday extravaganza. Let's head to the phone lines, 260-1061. Bobby's in Slidell. Bobby, how you doing? How are you? I'm doing great, Bobby. Thanks for the call, as always. Hey, man, listen, I've been on the front line with this whole mobile uh, sports gaming deal because uh, right. I'm selling it into bars and restaurants. And uh, okay. 
I was hired back in late November with the hopes that, you know, um, we were supposed to go live beginning in the middle of December. They kept pushing it back and pushing it back and pushing it back. Right. And my boss asked me, he's, he's like, man, what's going on down there? I said, man, look, I said, and he, he called me this week. He said, we're supposed to go live Friday. And I said, don't count on it. But luckily we did. So it's, it's a good thing. You know, it, it really is. I don't, I don't know what. Oh, it's a great thing. Finally. Finally. What's, yeah. You there, Eric? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here, Bobby. I'm, uh, Bobby, I'm yeah. agreeing with you. It's a great it's very, thing. It's been very frustrating for me because I, it's gotta like I be. told him, you know, he lives outside of Chicago. And I told him, I said, man, people down here just do it differently. They just drag their feet, you know. But when he told me this week, I said, man, I said, I, I'll believe it when I see it. Well, it happened, mm-hmm. which is good. Yep. The bars love it. It's great. They absolutely do. What company are you with? I'm with a company called Better View. So what we do is we customize okay. their screens. We have a device that plugs into their TV, and right. it shows all the odds for everything from NASCAR all the way to professional football. And, so you uh, can go into yeah. a business, and like like a bar or a restaurant, and plug in, and, then, and then they'll have it right there ready-made for them? Is that what, that, yep. is that what you're doing? Yep. They scan okay. our QR code. They scan our QR mm-hmm. code and it takes them straight to our app where they're able to, um, you know, bet through FanDuel, DraftKings, Caesars, uh, MGM. Right. So, you know, it's been a godsend now that it's it's finally open and, and yeah. live. Cause the, well, it's going to be interesting. Right. Yeah. Anyone that has a video poker license is also going to be able to participate as well. So this well, is this is going to now move very very. Uh, hopefully, this is going to move very very quickly going forward now. Yeah, any bar can really they can they can they can do mm-hmm. what I sell. So yes, it's, uh, it's been good. But you know, it's very hard pre-selling something that they yeah. don't know if it's going to go live <laughs> or not. You know, I, I know it's got to be. I mean, and look, the frustrating thing was thirty-nine million dollars made just for people going to again Louisiana casinos and betting on during the football season. How much yeah. more would that have been if the mobile oh. betting would have been in place like it should have been? Come on, we well, left so I, much I money on the table. I, I signed three contracts today, Eric, just on on bars that I just cold call. You know, there you so go. It's, it's, it's people are eating it up now that it's live. So you know. Yep. I mean, as far as as far as Sean Payton, man, look, uh, I hate to see him go, but I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I, I really don't. Stay sixteen years on a job, especially the hours that that guy probably works. You know, yeah, that, he's going to he's going to work those hours anyway. Now, he's a head coach. It doesn't matter whether he's here or Dallas or or, or Los Angeles. He's going to work those hours. Yeah, yeah, but he, I think if he's smart, he'll stay in the booth a little while. Let him recharge his batteries mm-hmm. a little bit. Yep. I'm with you, Bobby. Uh, I hate to see him go. I really do. I wish. I wish that, that again that so uh, we the, the team would be better off the quarterback position. I, I'm 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 a Jameis Winston fan, but I'm a Jameis Winston fan with Peyton on the sidelines. Okay, I don't know what Jameis Winston's going to be without him on the sidelines, and that's yeah. that's a big question going forward, no doubt. But as far as the mobile sports betting, you know, the state of Louisiana left a lot of money on the table because they drugged their, their their feet. Yep, they did. It's frustrating, Bobby. And, and, and again, we're about to see the, we're about to see the repeat situation now with the legalization of marijuana here in this state. Where again, if you're the first southern state, uh, you're making bank. And believe oh, me, I, we need the money. I we need run, the money. I would run to the voting booth and vote yes on that. You know, 
It's ridiculous. It really is ridiculous. So again, people, adults can make their own decision on what they want to do with their lives. Eric, and, my and, sister and this, lives in Colorado, and you should see the stuff right. they're building out there. <laughs> I've been talking about it for years, Bobby. You know that. Again, the amount of money that Colorado has made, they put oh. it towards schools first. They built so many schools now, they're in the position where they got to move the money elsewhere, okay? Yeah. Because they've, they've upgraded and modernized their schools at this point. It's yeah. unbelievable. The, it's unbelievable. The, the lines at the dispensaries in Colorado are insane. You know, and just all that Chicago, money. what happened with Illinois, and again, the money that Illinois has made just in the last year. It's, 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 it's sinful. The amount of money that these states are making. No doubt. Thanks for the phone call as always, my friend. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend. All right. Uh, Jack is in River Ridge. Hey, Jack. How you doing, Jack? Hey, Eric. How you doing? Um, doing great. I had Thank a same question, but before, before I get to sure. that, um, look, what I heard about what the holdup was about the mobile mobile gaming was was that um, there were nine parishes in North Louisiana that don't want it, and they had a problem right. with the geofencing. That, that was what I heard. And, uh, so they and didn't get the again, geofencing up to stop them from, from being able to partake in, 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 the, in the, the, the nine parishes that don't want it in their, in their particular parish. Right. And so, and so, look, once again, why would you, if you live in those parishes, okay, and you think it's against your religion or whatever you think, okay, mm-hmm. well, don't do it. Why would you worry about taking it from other people? So, so I mean, you know what I mean? Why bother to go to the polls to vote against it? Just... You know, if you if, right. if you don't believe in it, don't do it. It, it, it really is ridiculous. Um, and, it is. And, and you know, and we could have we could have had this up and running a long time ago. Um, I, I know you probably don't know about this, but I wish somebody would answer the question. For some reason, DraftKings is the only is the only uh, daily fantasy that's allowed right now. Really? And I okay. Like, yeah, you can't do Yahoo. You can't do you know all the other ones. You can't do any of those. Mm-hmm. Also, um, if you try to access it through your, uh, through your desktop or laptop, you get some error message that you're out of, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, I guess it's geofencing, out of which I don't really understand. But you can do it on, but you can do it on your cell phone. So, huh. um, but yeah, I don't, I don't really. Well, I got to believe that, that those companies have to be licensed in Louisiana already. I mean, they, yeah, they, they knew it was coming. I, you would think that they would have been licensed here, ready to go, right? I don't know what I don't know what the rules are. You know, I mean, these are big companies. You know, Yahoo mm-hmm. and um, yeah, you know, sure. Uh, the, the other daily fantasy companies. You know, right. it's not like you know it's, it's Joe's Daily Fantasy. They know who they are. You know? Right. But for some reason, uh, DraftKings is the only one allowed right now. Um, That's look, interesting. I'm, I'm going to look that up over the weekend, Jack. I'm glad you brought that to my attention. I'm, I'm going to research that. And, and like I said, for some reason, all of it. You, you can't do on, on your uh, – whether you're talking about sports gambling or daily mm-hmm. fantasy, you can't do it on a desktop or laptop, only on the cell phone, which I don't okay. – that's kind of crazy. And, and, it is. And look, you got a Saints for, question? For anybody, well, I do have a question, but I just wanted to say, for anybody that has sure. the DraftKings uh, daily fantasy, they, they're basically giving you $50, $50 more because you can bet tonight whether the, the Pelicans and the uh, – if Denver or the Pelicans score any points at all, you win. Uh, on Sunday, if, if, if Joe Burrow completes a pass, you win. So anybody right. who has that, they're giving you another fifty dollars. Just look at it. My question yeah, about just jump on, was, uh, jump on free money, man. Kid me. <laughs> right. Um, so, so um, my question about the Saints was, if they go outside the organization for the head coach, would you consider right. that a signal that there may be a bigger overhaul than you're anticipating with the roster? 
Well, uh, I would say, first of all, I would doubt that uh, they would go outside of the organization. If they did, I would think Aaron Glenn would probably be the guy because he's had, right. uh, obviously, time here. Uh, I think that the whole the, I think the whole impetus on what's happening now is let's see if we can keep this culture in place. And by doing that, try to keep the coaching staff. You've already got the leaders on the team. Uh, anytime you bring in a coach from the outside, the, they're probably going to want to change things, including, again, the staff. So I think there's a real push to try to keep everything status quo without Peyton. Now, whether it works or not, we don't know. We don't know. Uh, but I don't think they're looking to blow it up. That's the one thing that Loomis said today that, again, out of, out of that press conference that made that, again, that actually was, you know, a, a legitimate quote. They're not looking to blow this thing up. Uh, and and no, nor should they. Look, Jack, you and I know quarterback's the most important position on, on, on the field, right. okay? they got to get that figured out. But, I'm, I'm again, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think this team with the defense that they have right now is that far away. Um, the receiver is not that hard to be able to fill to backfill. Neither is getting a starting tight end. You've already got guys within the pipeline and that offensive line that, that again, I think have the ability to play in the NFL. The big question is going to be what you're going to do with Armstead, and you know if you can if you have the money to to, to be able to hold on to him. So, hey, Eric, I, I just I just don't, I don't think they're that far away. Now, now, Jack, do you do you disagree there? I mean, do you think this team yeah. is that far away? I mean, you take Brady out of the equation next year. And you don't think this this division's wide open? Oh, no, the division is wide open. But see, this is what I look at. Oh, and, I, and I said this last year, so and I was wrong. Okay, three of their best defensive players are all in their mid-30s. At some point, that's going to end. Okay? No, there's no and, doubt. And, and, and probably sooner than later. Right. Okay. And so, and so I, I see, Eric, for whatever reason, I'm fascinated about how teams are put together. I mean, I just find that right. interesting. And, and I think sure. if you can get something before you can get something before guys go bad. I think you should. Okay. And mm-hmm. on top of that, they have to sign Williams, and that's going to count. If they want him, that's going to cost a little money. Um, right. I think, like you said, they have to read really the whole offense. And then, and then, man, is Michael Thomas going to stick around for this? You know, it doesn't matter. They're going to have. You just yeah. got to get him on the field this year, Jack. That's right. all. Get him on the field. Get him catching passes, and then you, then you make the decision if he's a if he's a a guy that again has assimilated him back into the into the culture locker room. You keep him. If he's not, you move him, and you get you get draft picks for him and players. Hey, Eric, but I he's got to play. He's got to prove he's not damaged goods. I just want to say one last thing, and I'll get out. Um, sure. Um, look, I, I hold nothing against Sean Payton at all. He did a fabulous job here. He's best coach they've ever had by far. I, can't mm-hmm. thank him enough. However, I just he, I just think on the way out he proved to be a little bit phony because the whole time he was here he was never straight with the media in the, in this uh, in in the area. He never gave to the end. He never gave him a story. Um, never it was always the national media. And like you and right. Mike were talking about, his plan to get out of here seems to have been going on for the past few years. I'm not sure he ever met the coach past when Drew Brees retired. So, uh, I agree I with that. I think he was a little phony. So, anyway. well, look, I'm not just I'm not I'm not discounting anything you're saying. Uh, I'm grateful for the 16 years, uh, greatest era in Saints football. I'm sad to see him go, but um, everybody, a lot of people said all along that again, Breeze and, and and Peyton were attached to the hip, and when one went, the other one was right behind him. Uh, I, I thought that Peyton would be up to the challenge so again, especially again with this team not that far away. But obviously, again, he's got he's got well, you know a situation where. 
You know, uh, he believes the grass is greener on the other side, and I believe he's going to be coaching again. Look, I said it in my, in my, in my social media post, Jack. Don't do a saving. I think he's going to be doing a saving, and I think it's going to be sooner than later. He'll be coaching once again elsewhere, which means compensation right. for the Saints. Saints are getting draft Man, picks and players good. out of it. Okay? We should get something out of it. Yep, got to look at the bright side. side. Have a good weekend. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You too, bud. All right, y'all want to know what scares me? (laughs) Um, Mickey Lewis scares me, and and I said it yesterday. And, look, he met the media today. And just, I mean, normally when Mickey Loomis goes before the media, there's nothing newsworthy out of what he says. Look, listening to Mickey Loomis at a, a press conference is like water torture, okay? The dude is professional and not saying anything. I mean, he should have been a politician the way he dodges questions. I mean, he couldn't even put into words today what Peyton meant to him or the organization. He said he wants to wait till next week at the Senior Bowl uh, to do that. And I mean, my God, that is weak, okay? That is weak. He was so bad today, he broke the Internet. I mean, literally in the middle of the press conference, again, the, the, the Internet signal went down, probably due to boredom. The one thing he did say today, as, as we were just talking about, was, you know, again, about the culture and about not blowing the, the team up, which was good to hear. The reason why I'm fearful, and, I, and I'm, this is taking off the, the talk show host hat, and, and just as a guy that has been a fan since 66 when the, 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 when the, when the team was awarded, 67 first season, and a season ticket holder since 1981. He was in charge of the franchise, there's no doubt, but he sat in the shadows of, of Peyton for 16 years, and, and now he's back in charge, okay? Look, I talked about it over the last three days. The, the 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 dynamic we have to look for now is who is Mickey Loomis going to be? Who's he going to be? Okay, Loomis has been powerful. There's no doubt about it. But even Peyton said it on Tuesday. He was never told no. Peyton ran the football side, and Loomis was his boss. But let's face it, Loomis was the cap guy. And look, we talked about the the lineage of of, of guys that worked under uh, under um, Loomis, Omar Khan. Um, Kai Harley, who's there today, Ryan Pace, Terry Fontenot. Um, he's got an incredible track record of, of again, tra- training future capologists. They haven't done well as general managers, but capologists, okay? They haven't had the success in terms of, again, general managership. Um, so what role is Loomis going to take here, okay? Is he going to be more hands-on with the next head coach? Okay, who's not going to be able to command initially the, the power that, that Peyton did at the outset. Peyton came in and went to the NFC Championship. And at that point, it was Peyton's ballgame. Is Loomis going to defer to Jeff Ireland on personnel matters? Or is he going to have the last word here? Okay. Look, um, there's no doubt in my mind that when you talk about Mickey Loomis, that he's learned a lot when, when it comes to uh, NFL football. He's been around it, what, 30 years here in in, 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 in uh, in New Orleans, what, 20, what, since 2000, like 20, 20, um, 21, 22 years? Um, so, again, look, there's no doubt that, that he's learned a lot, okay? But he's a cap guy. He's a cap guy, okay? Um, and an excellent cap guy. I don't need the cap guy being the guy to make the call when it comes to draft, free agency, personnel issues, okay? And there's a track record here. Uh, you look at the track record uh, when 
first of all, I give him credit for selecting Sean Payton, but let's call it like it was. The, the story goes that Mr. Benson went to Tagliabue and said, can you give us a list of, of young and up-and-coming assistants that, again, uh, might, might be able to fill the coaching position in New Orleans? Peyton was one of those, okay? But it was Loomis that selected Peyton. So give him all the credit in the world for that, okay? Look, I'm going to say right now, I can remember where I was when I heard Peyton was named the head coach, and I can remember again thinking to myself, who? Wait, the guy from the, they got the, the, uh, the offense, the play calling taken away from the Giants? That's the first thing that went through my mind, okay? But, of course, we were in flux. I mean, everything was going on with the franchise, coming back, et cetera. But he had early success. And Loomis got out of the way, and he let Peyton handle the football side. I want you to remember, Loomis took over as GM when Randy Mueller was fired. When, that was when, when, Loomis, when, when, when Randy Mueller flirted with Atlanta on their GM job because he wanted more money, and, Peyton, and, and, uh, and uh, Benson didn't want to give it to him. His brother Rick Mueller State was retained for a couple years uh, after Randy Mueller was fired. But, but again, make no mistake, when you look at the drafts from 2002 to 2005, uh, they're not great drafts. They're a little bit top-heavy, okay? 2002, two first-round picks, Stallworth and Grant with Charles Bentley. Those are three first, second, third-round picks. The other ones, James Allen, Canoe uh, uh, Craver, Mel Mitchell, J.T. O'Sullivan, John, uh, John Gilmore, uh, Den- 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 uh, Denarius Moore. What? 2003, Jonathan Sullivan, John Stitch, C. Grant, uh, Montrell Holland, Melvin Williams, Kareem Kelly, Talman Gardner. 2004, Will Smith, Devery Henderson, Courtney Watson, Rodney uh, Leslie, Mike Carney, Kobe Baltwald. 2005, Jamal Brown, Josh Bullocks, Alfred Fincher, Chase Lyman, Adrian McPherson, Jason Jefferson, Jimmy Verdon. Outside of maybe hitting on first or second round picks, he didn't do that all the time, right? Horrible player evaluation. Those drafts are top-heavy. It's not the kind of success we saw with... Sean Payton, when he came in with his first draft, not the kind of success we saw with Jeff Ireland since he's taken over the draft. So free agency was a joke. Name me a free agent back there that, that again, made a difference. I'm waiting. So the whole dichotomy of, of, of of the franchise changed when you brought in Payton, and Payton really became the spearhead of the football operations. Now, again... Once the once again he the, when when um, up until Jeff Ireland got here after the three seventy nine seasons there was a dip there because they had lost a lot of the guys that were in the front office that went on again to other front offices guys that again that were involved in the scouting etc. To me, again I have respect for Loomis, his ability to manipulate the cap, things that he has done again when it comes to the cap have been copied by other clubs, but he's not an NFL talent evaluator. He should not get the last call on draft picks or free agent acquisitions. That's just pure the end. Jeff Ireland needs to be retained, and he needs to have, have, have the last word, word on draft and pro personnel. I do have faith that Loomis can, can select the next coach, okay, whether he's elevating from, from within the organization or not. But making the final call on, on, on personnel, no way. Again, I respect him. He's been in the business for over 25 years. He's learned a lot about personnel, but that's not his strength. The question now is, after 16 years in the shadow of Sean Payton, will Loomis' ego allow him to continue to take the back seat when it comes to personnel matters? And if he doesn't, I'm going to tell you right now, this franchise is going to be right back where they were pre-Payton. 
So to me, that's the scariest thing that, that, that I see right now when it comes to the crossroads of New Orleans Saints. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Uh, it is the William Grant family. still is Friday extravaganza. Don't forget about Burkhart, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. In the market for a generator, Burkhart's got you covered. Generator sales and service are their business. First of all, single-day installs for a generator. Uh, they'll sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for for a generator. Then, of course, financing with generators. Their new install quality check is uh, something they do for everything they install for you at your home. And then emergency service, 24-7, 365 emergency service when it comes to your generator. Generator sales and service, looking for a company you can trust, it's Burkhart, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory, open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. If you're looking for a local professional Louisiana contractor who has thousands of squares of material in stock right in our Luling warehouse, you have found him. We can get the material out to the job and we can get the job done. Han Roofing refuses to use the cheapest products they can find. Why would anyone want to shop for the cheapest price for their insurance company? Call Han Roofing today. The number is 504-737-2228. 504-737-2228. 
It's a brand new year, and there has never been a better time to buy the Harley Davidson of your dreams. Zydeco Harley in Homa, Louisiana has over 100 Harleys available and is part of the largest Harley Davidson dealer group in Louisiana with three stores and growing. 100% Louisiana owned and operated. Zydeco Harley is now offering Warranty Forever. That's right, Warranty Forever is a powertrain warranty that covers all the internally lubricated parts for as long as you own the motorcycle and available on any new or used Harley Davidson 2017 model or newer. And of course, you have to do all the manufacturer's required maintenance and services at the right intervals to keep the coverage in force. Zydeco state-of-the-art service center is available to take care of all those maintenance needs, as well as style and performance upgrades. This month at Zydeco Harley, receive 15% off any stage one through four performance upgrade. Our motor clothes department has added over 100,000 of the newest riding gear, helmets, gloves, boots, and Oakley eyewear to our showroom. Follow us on Facebook and online at ZydecoHD.com. Take the ride down the bayou. Zydeco Harley-Davidson in Homa, Louisiana. Friday extravaganza here on this Friday. Reach for William Grant product. Well, it's been a long time coming, ladies and gentlemen. But finally, this week, city officials are addressing the out-of-control crime issues. Uh, it took a carjacking spree that hit an affluent part of Uptown to get the mayor, the police chief, the DA, and the council off their asses to be able to address, again, the out-of-control crime in our city. Look, we heard a lot of political infighting and rhetoric o o over the last two weeks. It's been all talk so far. But I will say this, okay? I will say this. I'm looking for some action, but I do like some of the proposals that have been thrown out there. Okay? They're well thought out. Uh, first of all, the district attorney, uh, again, is asking for the state police to patrol the I-10. That needs to happen now. Uh, and it needs to, again, be a situation where eventually there is a troop in New Orleans Instead of again, what Troop B that is shared with the with the metropolitan area, uh, they they we need state troopers on our on our interstates because it is a shooting gallery up there right now. Uh, they need there need to be again, uh, they need to be visible. The DA also wants carjackers to now be charged as armed robbers because armed robbery carries a a stronger sentence than carjacking. Uh, the council would like to see those tiger units restored. Remember, I've been talking about this for a long time on this program. The Tiger units worked, okay? Those are the jump-out units that are specifically tailored, to, again, to go after certain crimes, armed robbery, murder, drug dealing, et cetera, okay? Um, so the council would like to see those Tiger units restored, so would the DA. Uh, the council also, uh, J.P. Morales is spearheading this, would, would like to see a bill filed in the legislature to expand the RICO Act, to include adults who are using ju juveniles to front to commit violent crime. So, again, when you catch the juvenile, you, get, you, you work it back with the RICO Act to be able to get to, again, the adult who's behind this and put the, put the adult in jail as well. There's also a bill that, again, that J.P. Morales is, is, is talking about that would hold parents accountable for the damages caused by their juvenile children and having, again, the parents responsible for restitution, whether that's in a carjacking where, again, your car or your vehicle is destroyed, uh, and, again, an armed robber where, where, where maybe, again, uh, uh, you are hurt, uh, burglary, again, where, where, again, maybe your, your, your home is damaged, uh, there would be restitution that would have to be paid by the parents. Great idea, okay? They also want to bring in state police and other commissioned police agencies to, to support the uh, NOPD patrol in the city. That's long overdue. 
bond increase for violent offenders, which I don't know why we went. Look, I understand nobody should be going to jail for a, for a, for a marijuana cigarette, okay, for a joint. But you surely need to put somebody in jail if they got an automatic weapon, and then they're they're, they're and they're you know you know uh, spraying it all over the streets. Now, I'm gonna say this straight up: the mayor and the chief are, are clearly responsible for the uptick in crime here here in New Orleans. The disbanding of the Tiger units was a horrible move, and they did it in the aftermath of George Floyd's death and the civil unrest. That followed by again allowing the criminals to feel like they were more brazen, and then there became the, the revolving door that was even worse than it was pre-pandemic. The solve rate dropped like a rock. And now, finally, they're saying they're going, they're going to, again, reinstitute proactive policing, which they never should have let go in the beginning. All great ideas. But l- let me say this. Where, where were these plans of actions, and, and why were they put in motion previously? Is it addressing, addressing the, the, the fact that the entire criminal justice system is broken? And I would say no. The sad part is, again, that crime has got significantly more violent and more frequent during the, 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 last, the, the tenure of the previous council and, and, and this, this sitting mayor. But voters voted them back in. So you reap what you sow there. All of these plans could have been put in place years ago, but it was ignored by the previous council, and it was ignored by this sitting mayor as well as the judges. Only District Attorney Leon Canizero was willing to put violent crimes in jail, and he was run off. So we reap what we sow, ladies and gentlemen. Crime is out of control because elected officials have chose to ignore it. I said it last week. The mayor was more focused on COVID-19 restrictions and sanctions on businesses than, again, the out-of-control violent crime, Okay. She has no shot of controlling COVID-19, okay? She should have curtailed, been worried about curtailing murders, carjackings, and armed robberies. Because of, again, the situation that we're in, NOPD NOPD manpower is at an all-time low. 900 cops to be able to patrol a city of this size. Uh, Morale's in the tank. The consent decree has cost us $9 million a year since it was instituted during the Landrieu administration, yet nothing has been done to curtail crime or to increase the the ranks of the NOPD. In fact, it's been a money pit and a failure, an absolute failure. We are now one of the most dangerous cities in America. Why? Because so-called leadership in this town has ignored violent crime and has handcuffed the cops, as well as no consequences, again, for violent crime by the judges on Tulane and Broad, those within the juvenile justice system as well. The only way we're ever going to get to the point where this is a safe city is you start throwing some of these bums out of office instead of continuing to reelect them. All of these plans are great, but I've heard the political rhetoric over and over again, over and over again. I want action. Our city deserves action to be able to make this a safe city once again. Because I'm telling you, folks, and I've said this before, Those that have the wherewithal to get out will get out. They will leave. And then what you're left with. Hopefully, again, we're going to see some of this stuff implemented and we're going to see some real change. I have to say I'm not very optimistic because I've seen this dog and pony show over and over again. And I'm especially not optimistic with the leadership that we have right now. Hopefully this council can change things, but they are limited in what they can do. We shall see. All right, I want to thank Mike Mazan for joining us on the program. 
Also, uh, as always, want to thank all of our great sponsors, including again the William Grant family, uh, William Grant uh, family of products. Reach for a William Grant product. All of our sponsors. You can go to ericasher.com for a slideshow the sponsor sponsor our program, uh, and just click on the icon of those of your favorite sponsor. Take you right to their um, website and everything you need to know about those sponsors right there for you. Uh, also, again, Ken Trahan. Joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Check it out on our social media platforms. And then, of course, tonight and tomorrow on WLAE-TV, The Deuce, as well as Pelican Sports Television. On All Access tonight with Ken Trahan, right here on 106.1 FM, is our Lance Moore and Devery Henderson looking back on the Peyton years. And uh, I am pulling for the Cincinnati Bengals this weekend over the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, it's hard for me to pull for either the Rams or the 49ers. Uh, they are longtime NFC West foes. I can't stand them. Uh, don't like the Rams. Don't like the Niners. But if I had to, wor- had to pick my poison here, I would pick the 49ers over the Rams. Uh, I'm just pulling for the Bengals and hoping they can get to the big show. And then Joe, Joe and the rest of the uh, uh, LSU and Saints alumni will be able to win a championship in Cincinnati. That's my hope. We'll talk about it on Monday for sure. Uh, it's been a blast. Thanks to Rudy back at studio. Thank you so much for listening to our program. Whether you're listening on, on, on the Anchor app, your favorite podcasting platform, over the airways here at 106.1 FM. Uh, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for tuning into the show. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful weekend. See you on Monday straight up 4 o'clock. From the dog catch to the governor, including the mayor, they all got to go. Come mistakes by the Army Corps.